Well, good morning. Thank you for that response. Teenagers, learn from that. Normally across the street, I get crickets, so I appreciate that. If you don't know who I am, my name is Matt. I am the student pastor here um, and was asked to fill in this morning as uh, Pastor Davin is on vacation, and so I'm honored uh, for the opportunity. So this morning, I want to talk about packing a backpack. And so when I was in college, I liked to go camping sometimes. And so when you go camping, the first thing you have to do is decide where you're going to go and what you're going to take. And so we'd get together with some of my friends and we would decide where to go. And then I would have to go pack my backpack. And so first thing I would do is sleeping bag is like top of the list, right? You got to get your sleeping bag. So I'd go to the closet and pull out my sleeping bag. This is the 1999 special at Academy. It has served me well for a long time. Got a lot of good night's sleep. It keeps me warm. And so, got to have this. So, I'm going to take this and I'm going to put it in my backpack. It'll fit. I know it will. I've done this before. Well, that's good enough. All right. So, I'm going to take my sleeping bag with me because I want to get a good night's sleep. And so, I keep going through the list and... It's going to get dark at night and got to have a flashlight. So I go and I pull out my mag light because, you know, this thing is bright. It shines a wide beam. It's a really, really good flashlight. So I'm going to take my mag light and I'm going to make sure that that makes it into my backpack so that I can see at night. What else do I need? What else do I need? I'm going to get thirsty. So I'm going to need my water. So I go and get my water jug because I drink a lot of water. And so make sure I take this with me. All right. Uh, there's a few more things I need. What, what else? Anybody? Did you say food? Oh, that's what I thought I heard. Food. Got to take food. So there's not a whole lot of room, but maybe I can... Fit some here in on the side. My tent, I've got to have a tent because I don't want to get eaten up by bugs. That goes on the bottom, no problem there. And then you got to have clothes, right? It's just one night. (laughs) I can wear the same clothes. So we get our stuff packed and we go. Now, when I got here... I learned that there might be a different way to do this. Most of y'all know Pastor Donnie. He doesn't go camping quite like I do. He goes hiking. He goes backpacking. And it looks a little bit different for him than it does for me. And so, you know, I do a sleeping bag to keep me warm. He's got this little thing. It keeps him warm. It doesn't weigh as much. It fits way down nice in his backpack. Now, water. I need water. I've got my jug. He pulls this little thing out, and I had no idea what this was. But apparently, he can scoop a bottle of water out of the creek, turn this little ultraviolet light on, and stir it up for 30 seconds. It kills all the bacteria, all the germs, and drink it right there. It's amazing. I had no idea this thing even existed. But 
He's doing way better than I am. And so it's small, it fits. I'm sure he keeps that like close because he likes to drink water too. Flashlight, I use that big mag light. He's like, well, why don't you try this thing? It's a little headlamp. It weighs practically nothing. It's just as bright as your mag light and it will fit in your bag, no problem. He doesn't use a tent. He has a hammock that's really small. Um, he's, his clothing will fit. His food will fit. I promise you he eats better on the trail than I probably eat in regular life. And so it all fits in his backpack so that he can get out there and enjoy the hike. And what I came to realize was maybe if I had more of this good stuff, if I even knew some of it existed, I might have enjoyed this activity a little bit more and maybe I would still be doing it. But because I took junk out and tried to go camping with it, it wasn't necessarily that much fun except for just hanging out with the friends because that was a lot of work. He takes this backpack and hikes 20 miles a day and sets up his camp. I don't want to go too. (laughs) And so... I understand that there are things that we should be packing in our backpack and there are things that we shouldn't be packing in our backpack. So today, we want to talk about what we're packing in our backpacks because we all have backpacks. And I'm not talking about hiking backpacks. I'm talking about our spiritual backpacks. What are you putting in your spiritual backpack that's going to help you on life's journey? It's the experiences that you have in life, the good experiences, the bad experiences that you are carrying with you that affect who you are, the decisions you make, and what your goals and dreams are. And so what are these things that we're putting in our backpack? It could be good stuff, like when you were saved. You remember that time when Jesus called you to himself, you responded, you prayed a prayer of salvation, And that is something that is locked in your brain as God calling you to himself. And that is an experience that you put in your backpack and you carry with you all the time. It could be your baptism. Every time I baptize people, I talk to them about this being an anchor in your spiritual life. A time where you remember that I know that I know that I know that Jesus Christ is my Lord. I stood before people and declared it, that Jesus is my Lord. And hold on to that as an anchor in your life as you go through any doubts and anything that may come your way. So we take that and we put it in our spiritual backpack and we hold on to it and it helps us go through our journey. Maybe it's an experience at camp where you... Uh, God talks to you and calls you to something and it changes you. Maybe it's sitting in a sermon where a pastor, it's like he's talking directly to you. And let me tell you, that's not the pastor talking to you. That's how God talks to you. And you take those experiences and you put them in your backpack and they help you on your spiritual journey. And so as we look at our backpack, I want us to go to Colossians chapter three. I look at Colossians chapter three as having a little bit of a what to bring, what not to bring packing list for our spiritual backpacks. And so we're going to read through some of that and evaluate what we need to be putting in our backpacks. So once you get to Colossians chapter three, we're gonna start with the what to bring, verses 12 through 17. You can stand with me and let's read. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. 
Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you would use your word. You would use the words from my mouth to glorify your people. Add your blessing to it that we might be challenged and encouraged today. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. So this is the packing list. This is the things that we need to put in our backpack. This is the good stuff, right? It starts off with a list that's very similar to what we find in the fruits of the Spirit. It's compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, forgiveness. This list comes out and it's very familiar to us. And so these are things that we know that as Christians we should be carrying with us, we should be taking, we should be doing, but sometimes we don't necessarily think we need them. I mean, kindness, really? Like, people that are nice to us, yeah, but everybody? Uh, I don't know about that, but no, no, no. It's in the list. It's in the packing list. We need to put it in there so that it helps us be who God wants us to be and be his light in this world. Humility, gentleness, patience. You all know if you want patience, just pray for it, right? (laughs) Forgiveness. These are things that we need to be taking and putting in our backpack, making sure that we are displaying the fruit of the Spirit so that we can enjoy our experience. You don't want to have a bad experience of carrying the wrong stuff around in life. You want to make sure that you've got the right stuff. You're able to fulfill the calling that God has for you. It helps you have a better experience if you pack the right stuff. It goes on to say, over all these virtues, put on love. Put on love. Love is what we've got to have in our backpack and not like the, you know, oh, we love everybody or we come to church and put on a smile and everything's good. We love everybody. No, like real love, like where we actually care about people, where we actually love people inside the church and outside the church. As a youth pastor, I'm reading articles about youth ministry and I was asking what kind of youth group would you like? And it started describing two groups. Group A. Group A is a group that will accept anybody into their group. It's a group that will share with each other, take care of each other's needs. It's a group that has each other's back. No matter what goes wrong, they're there for each other. And you're like, yeah, that's the kind of youth group I want. And then it starts describing group B. And it says, this group is cliquish. A lot of different groups among the group. They don't necessarily get along all the time. Can't really count on each other. Sharing, like, what's that? 
which, which group would you want? And you're like, I really want group A, but I'm not sure that my group doesn't look more like B. And then the article delivers the punchline. Group B looks like a whole lot of youth groups in North America. Group A looks like, like a lot of gangs. And when you think about it, it's true. A gang will accept people. A game a gang will share with each other. They have each other's back. Now, there's a lot of baggage, so I'm not telling you to go join a gang. But what I'm telling you is they have figured out the community that we were designed for and created for, and they're fulfilling it, maybe in the wrong way, but that's what we need in the church. We need this real love for each other, this real compassion, this real desire to be in true community to where we're willing to accept everybody, where we're willing to meet each other's needs, where we are willing to be there for each other no matter what is going on. And so we get the point of the article that we want to look more like that as we love each other. And so we take the love that we have for each other and for the world And we put it in our backpack and we take it with us wherever we go. It goes on to say, verse 16, let the message of Christ dwell among you. What's the message of Christ? Well, it's his word. It's it's his word that we need to take with us. Not just physically do we need to be carrying our Bible around with us, but it doesn't do us any good if we don't actually use it. And so we need to know his word, study his word, read his word, memorize his word so that it is there for us. It's a tool that we're carrying in our backpack that when we go through difficult times, we can go to that tool and it will help us. It's a tool that we carry when others are going through difficult times. We pull it out and we're able to help them. It's a tool that we have memorized in our heart so that we can share with others. We know how to share the plan of salvation. So when we run into a lost person, we pull out that tool and we show them love by sharing how they can have a relationship with Christ. We need to let the message of Christ dwell among us and carry that in our spiritual backpack. It goes on in verse 17 and says, whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. I love this statement. Whatever you do, this is a very freeing statement. It's not a, you've got to do this or you've got to do that. It's whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. So this gives you the freedom to dream. This gives you the freedom to take the talents God has given you, the experience you have, and do whatever you want to with it, as long as it's for the glory of God. And so what are your dreams? Are your dreams to get a bigger house? Great, go for it as long as you're glorifying God with those dreams. Is your dreams to get a better job, get a promotion? Great, go for it. Follow your dreams, whatever you do, as long as you do it in the name of the Lord. What is your dreams to change job, different job, go to college, whatever it is? Great, follow your dreams, as long as you do it for the glory of God. So it is a freeing statement for Christians that we can dream and we can pursue however God has created us, however he's designed us, as long as it is for his glory and for his purpose. So that's some of the things we definitely want to take, the good stuff that we want to take in our backpack, the tools that we're going to use all through life, all through our spiritual journey, so that we can be who God's created us to be, so that we can enjoy the life to the plan that he's created. Now, we have the what not to bring. 
I kind of see this like the youth packing list. For every trip we go on, I put together a packing list. The first section tells them what all they need. We're going to camp, you're going to need your sleeping bag. We're going to camp, you're going to need your Bible. You're going to need a change of clothes, all this stuff. Middle school boys, you're going to need your deodorant. You're going to need your toothbrush. They're very important, especially if you want any girl to come around. And so all this stuff is on the list for them to bring. But below that is the what not to bring section. And the what not to bring section says, don't bring your cell phone. (laughs) They probably don't even know the rest of the list. (laughs) Don't bring your electronics. Don't bring any weapons. Don't bring any fireworks. Don't bring any drugs or alcohol or any of that kind of stuff. Why? Because that stuff will distract us from what God wants to do over the week. And so we don't need any of that stuff with us. And so that's how I look at this. This is the list of what not to bring because it will distract us from what God wants to do in our life, from what he wants to do. So I'm going to read Colossians 3 again, verses 5 through 9. And this is the what not to bring. Verse 5, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life once you once lived, but now you must also rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices." So these are things that we got to get out of our lives. This is a whole list of sin that just slow us down, that hold us back. And so it starts with your, your sexual sins. It starts, then goes to anger and rage, filthy language, lying. Fill in the blank for whatever sin that creeps into your life. And this is stuff that we don't need to pack. Here's what it looks like. This... Is like one of my favorite rocks. Picked it up yesterday. (laughs) But this rock has to go with me on my hiking trip. I can't imagine starting a fire without this rock. I've got to take this rock. And so we do the same thing with our sin. This is my favorite sin. This, I can't live life without. I've got to hold on to it. Maybe it's your anger. Maybe it's your language. Maybe it's your sexual sin. Maybe it's your lying. But you live your life with this rock all the time. And there is no way you're going to go without putting this rock in your backpack and keeping it there with you all the time. Now, that's silly, right? I mean, carrying rocks on a trail, there's rocks everywhere that you probably want to avoid. But to take your own rocks... That's what it looks like when we're just carrying this baggage that we don't need. There's other stuff that there's no room for. It's pain. Many of us are crippled by the pain that we carry. Maybe this pain came from a bad relationship that ended poorly. Maybe this pain 
came from a work experience where you got cut or you got looked over for a promotion and you carry that pain with you. And because of that, there's no room for all the good stuff that God wants to put in your life because you're stuck holding on and carrying the pain that you've experienced. I carried this rock for a long time. This one's for resentment. Somebody has hurt you. Somebody has done something wrong to you. And it feels like they put the rock in your backpack. But you're choosing to leave it there and hold on to it and not forgive. Remember before it said that we need forgiveness in our backpack? If you're holding on to this rock, forgiveness isn't in your backpack. And so you're holding on to that resentment because you just can't forgive what they did. And so you carry that around. And it's a weight keeping you from doing what God wants you to do. Maybe for some people it's, it's guilt. We've all messed up. We've all done things wrong. And because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, we've been convicted of that. But instead of getting rid of it, we carry the guilt with us. And we can't let it go. And we think, God, you, you can't use me. Nobody knows what I did. There's no way that I can do that. I just carry the guilt and it cripples me. It's in my backpack. You see, this is not what the Christian life is about. Jesus did not come to earth, live a perfect life, die on the cross and raise from the dead for us to carry rocks. No, he came to earth, lived a perfect life, died on the cross, raised from the dead so that we can be free from rocks, so that we can be free from the junk, free from the sin and live a Christian life that he's designed for us. Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Does it say for slavery? No, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened against the yoke of slavery. This is slavery, folks. These rocks that you're carrying around dictate your decisions, dictate your actions, make you do things that you don't want to do because you're carrying the burden of slavery, of sin, guilt, resentment. You're carrying these things that are keeping you from the freedom that we were designed for. And so we must put them down. We must put down the burdens that we are carrying, the sins that we hold on to, so that we can experience the freedom that God has for us. Every one of us is carrying something that we don't need. Every one of us has extra baggage. Either it's choices we made, then we've put them in there. It's sin that we've done and we're carrying it and we're putting it in there. Or it's something that somebody else has put in there and we're choosing to hold on to it. We all have something that we need to get rid of so that it'll lighten our load and help us to enjoy this Christian life and help us to fulfill the purpose that we were created for. Here's the thing that I want you to take away today is you get to choose. You get to choose what is in your backpack. Nobody packs your bag for you. It's your spiritual backpack. So you get to decide all the good experiences you have. Don't miss out. 
If there's opportunities to experience God, if there's opportunities to study his word, if there's opportunities, go, do it. Put that stuff in your backpack, grow and learn and put that good stuff in there. Every opportunity you get, keep the other stuff out. If sin creeps in, get rid of it as quick as possible. If pain, if resentment comes, don't hold on to it. Don't let people put stuff in your backpack. Get rid of it as quick as possible. You get to choose what you put in your backpack. So the idea today is we need to put it down. We need to put it down because God has a plan for you. But if you carry all this extra baggage, you will never make it to what God has planned for you. So how do we put it down? What are some things that can help us to put down the baggage we have? I've got two. First, Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So come. Come to Jesus. He says, I can take it. Whatever you have, I can take it. My yoke is light. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. So come to me. Come lay it down at the cross. Give it to him so that you can be filled with all the good stuff and to go be on the journey that he's created for you. Second, Galatians 2, 6 says, carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Carry each other's burdens. Help each other out. I thought it was interesting as I was thinking through this and I sat down and that card in your worship guide shows, I don't know, about 20 groups, small groups that are starting up here in the next few weeks. And the power of a small group in being able to do just this, carry each other's burdens, is amazing. I had just got back off of vacation. I went with my friend Derek, who he and I started a small group similar to these eight, nine years ago. Our small group ran for about three years, and we created lifelong relationships. We were there for each other through everything. This is a friend that still, after leaving Texas five, six years ago, we still talk on the phone all the time. We encourage each other. We pray together. Um, in vacation, we were just talking about our dreams and, and encourage each other in Christ. This is the kind of relationship that can be built in these small groups. When I was going through a difficult time, Derek actually fasted and prayed with me for a week, which I still can't figure out how anybody would do that because I like to eat. I don't like to fast myself much less fast for somebody else. But that's the kind of friends that we need in the church. That's the kind of relationships that we need to have for each other, that we will carry each other's burdens. And so I challenge you today to look at that list, to get involved in a small group, to carry each other's burdens. This is a two-way street. If you need help right now, you need to go to a group. If you're in a good place and you can help somebody else right now, you need to go to a group. This is where we're called to carry each other's burdens. So how do we put this down? 
two ways. Find community. We've got 20 new options coming your way. Find community. Study his word together. Encourage, challenge each other, and carry each other's burdens. And come to him. He says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened. And that's many of us in this room. So today, we're going to offer an invitation. And I want to open up the front for you to come and lay your burdens at the cross. For you to come and pray and lay that down. So in the invitation time today, there's a couple things you can do. First, maybe you need to look over that list that I talked about in the worship guide. Maybe God's saying, I need that. I need that community. I need to help others. I need to be helped by others. And you sign up for one of those small groups. Maybe you need to come up to the altar and you need to pray and cast your burdens. Whatever God is telling you to do, make that decision today. Dearly and Father, Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your yoke is easy, that your burden is light, that you give us the things that we need to make it through this life, that you give us the tools to put in our spiritual backpacks, to follow you, to enjoy this spiritual life, to help us when we go through crisis. God, I pray for each and every person in this room today as they respond, that they would evaluate their backpack, that they would see what they're missing, see what's extra, and cast it on you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.